It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis, medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. This is your Cannabis Radio News for Thursday, August 18th, 2016. Washington, D.C. Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates announced that the feds will cease using private prisons. Yates wrote that the private prisons, quote, simply do not provide the same level of correctional services, programs, and resources. They do not save substantially on costs. And as noted in a recent report by the department's Office of Inspector General, they do not maintain the same level of safety and security, end quote, according to the Washington Post. The Department of Justice will not renew the contracts of 13 private facilities housing federal prisoners or cut back the scope of the contracts with the goal of eventually eliminating them altogether. Those facilities house over 22,000 prisoners. In 2014, the Bureau of Prisons spent $639 million on the facilities run by Corrections Corporation of America, GEO Group, and Management and Training Corporation. Helena, Montana. A Helena judge has rejected an advocacy group's request to delay enforcement of restrictions on Montana's medical marijuana industry. District Judge James Reynolds on Wednesday denied the Montana Cannabis Industry Association's request to stay a state Supreme Court order implementing the restrictions on August 31st. The group on its website urges medical marijuana supporters to now focus on passing a ballot initiative that would roll back the restrictions. After August 31st, medical marijuana providers will be barred from selling marijuana to more than three patients. The state Supreme Court earlier this year upheld that provision of a 2011 state law passed after the Montana Cannabis Industry Association sued to block it. The association has said the rollbacks would force the closure of dispensaries and leave patients without a legal way to obtain cannabis. Helena, Montana. Sponsors of an anti-marijuana initiative that failed to qualify for November's ballot are claiming they submitted enough signatures to put the measure before the voters, but that thousands of names were lost or wrongly rejected by county officials. The measure seeks to repeal Montana's medical marijuana law and declare that any drug illegal under federal law is also illegal under state law. The result would be a ban on marijuana use and possession in the state that includes the 13,170 medical marijuana patients on Montana's registry. The proposed initiative fell 4,137 signatures and one county short of qualifying for the ballot after county officials rejected 8,000 signatures as invalid. The approximately 6,000 lost and rejected signatures that the sponsors say are valid would put the measure over the top, Chief Petitioner Steve Zabawa said. Denver, Colorado. Four Colorado doctors accused of over-recommending medical marijuana have had their suspensions upheld by a judge who had previously blocked the suspensions. The Denver Post reports that the four doctors have recommended more than 75 cannabis plants for each of over 1,500 patients. Colorado medical marijuana law caps a patient's personal cannabis grow at six plants, but doctors can override that cap for patients truly in need. The doctors may not currently practice medicine and must now fight their case through administrative hearings with the state medical board. Charleston, West Virginia. A new report from the West Virginia Center on Budget and Policy claims the Mountaineer State could reap 26 to $45 million annually by legalizing marijuana. 
The Charleston Gazette Mail reports that an additional 116 to 194 million dollars could be generated by out-of-state residents coming to West Virginia to buy marijuana. West Virginia lacks any mechanism of citizen initiatives, and recent attempts at medical marijuana and decriminalization have failed repeatedly in the legislature. Columbus, Ohio. The Ohio Supreme Court is looking to clarify the services attorneys can provide to clients seeking to comply with the state's new medical marijuana law. The move comes after the court's Board of Professional Conduct had said attorneys can't ethically provide legal services to people setting up medical marijuana-related businesses because of federal prohibitions on the drug. Using, growing, and selling marijuana remains a federal crime. Chief Justice Maureen O'Connor said Wednesday the board's non-binding advisory opinion has caused some lawyers to question whether they can help clients follow the new law. This has been your Cannabis Radio News for Thursday, August 18, 2016. I'm Russ Belville.